Okay, we are doing Daf Chaf Beis. We're going to be starting right from the bottom of Chaf Aleph Amud Beis. We're looking at some Sukkim here from Shir Hashirim, which are describing the greatness of the Jews in Torah. So we look at the Pasuk right in the bottom, Kavutzosav Tatalim. So we're talking about the hair that we have uh, Tatalim, like mounds, literally, in the hair. So the Gemara explains, that from every single little point, the letters in the Torah, on top of some of the letters in the Torah, there are some little crowns, some little points. A person can theoretically darshan tons of piles of halachas from each thing. So there's so many different layers and meanings from every little last pile and crowns that are on each letter. The black, like a raven is black. Where can you find them? Meaning, how do you get a person? Where do you find the person? knows so much Torah. Only for someone who comes early in the morning and stays late in the night to learn uh, to learn Torah. That's the only way you can find such a person. Obviously, then, it has nothing to do with uh, black like a raven. We're just saying here, Rashi explains, that black, shachoros, is like shachris, and orev is like arvis. It means someone who comes early and late. To study this matter, someone who's so committed to it, that's the person who's going to know a lot of Torah. Rabbi, Rabbi, if it's different, Shabbat, Misha, Mashkar, Panav, Lemka, Orif. The person who's only going to become a lot of, is only going to become a huge Tamachacham if they have to blacken their face like a raven from getting so tired from learning Torah. The point is that he's he's learning so much that he's literally depriving their own body. He's not taking care of his body so so properly. Black like a raven, that's the person who's going to know we're Torah. Rav says a third shot. A person can only really know a lot if he acts cruelly towards children and to people in his house, meaning that you can't have everything in life. So if you want to be a total family man, then you're not going to get that level of scholarship. If you know, it has to require a certain level of cruelty where you're kind of like selfishly taking too much time to learn away from the family. He was once going away to the yeshiva to learn. His wife said to me, What are we going to do with the little kids? We have no food to feed the kids. He said to her, But there's no more, there's no more random vegetables growing around in the swamps. Meaning to say, like, figure it out. Go get some... Uh, so get some free vegetables from somewhere growing in the field. But what do you want from me? I just have to go and learn Torah. Okay, so now we go back to some, we were talking about the schar, uh, that Hashem pays reward for the tzaddikim, punishes the Rasham. So the Gemara says, Mesham, son of a pun of Lavidai. Hashem repays those who hate him, his face, to destroy him. So what does this mean? Omar Bishu and Levi Lamolik make a cause of not for the fact that it sounds like in the in the Pasuk, Yeshua Omar would have been possible for us to say it ourselves. What do we learn from here? Kiviachal, that it seems that Kiviachal called him Shinosi Masalpanov, like it's like Hashem is like a person who's carrying off the load right off his face, and he wants to get rid of it. So meaning Hashem has to give reward to the Risham for whatever they do, but it's like a big burden on Hashem. Hashem really doesn't want to, and it's like this, he's holding this heavy thing, and he just has to get rid of it. And he has to do it, only in the point of it is Lavid, in order to punish them in the world to come, he has to give them at least the reward that they kind of deserve in this world, and then in the world to come, he can fully, he can fully punish them. The Pasik said, He will not give more, he won't delay paying anyone to him who hates him. So, it means that Hashem pays back, right? He doesn't delay the payment to the Risham. He, he doesn't delay at all. He gives it to them right away. But for totally righteous people, sometimes they will have their, um, 
their their payment that is the will be delayed, he postpones it for the Olam Abba, because then the reward will be so much a greater a greater extent. Hashem says you should give you the commandments that I can tell you today to do them. So from today, here in this world, the din is that we should be doing the mitzvahs. Not tomorrow in the world to come, meaning that in the world to come, it's too late to be doing the mitzvahs. from today is made to do the mitzvahs, but the next day, in Olam Abba, that's where the point is to receive the reward. So it's the same idea that we focus on the mitzvahs in this world, but the, the actual reward doesn't necessarily come in this world. It may only come lo lamaba. Says the Gemara, Amar Chagavitim Rishmol Barachmini. My dechsev. What is the meaning of the pasuk? Erech Apayim. Hashem is slow to anger, but it says Apayim Belashon Rabim. So Erech Afmi Baile. Should have just said slow to anger. And Af. Why does it have to say Apayim in language of double? It sounds like there's two faces here. Ella Erech Apayim Atzadikim. Hashem is slow. For the for the tzaddikim that he doesn't give them a reward until they get to olam haba and arachapayim l'sham Hashem is slow to punish the risham that he delays their punishment to olam haba and it's so it's the low it's a delay in both faces it's it's a delay in the punishment for the risham until olam haba and it's a delay for the reward for the tzaddikim until olam haba. Okay, so now we go back to the Mishnah. So we were learning in the Mishnah a discussion about the Pasebeiros. Pasebeiros are again the inferior walls because their parts were Bala Omed. It was a special kula that the Rabbanan uh, said that it can be used for the pot, for the Oli Regalim to draw water for their animals. And because the water would, would be in a well, to draw it up, it would be Hotsa to take it into the street. So the Rabbanan was said you can enclose the area around the well with these Pasebeiros and then draw water out of it in order to feed to the animals. So the question was, is there any maximum amount of space that can be enclosed by the well, or is any amount good? So Rabbi Yehuda says that the maximum amount that can be enclosed around the well was only up until two base saw, not more than two base saw. And the concept, what Rabbi Yehuda is saying, is that for two base saw, which is 5,000 square ama, more than that, the Rabbana wouldn't be mekel. So, so in the Rabbana's Rabbana, opinion is not that way. The Rabbana said it could be even more. So Yibayilu, bar, pas, and gamar, does Rabbi Yehuda mean that the whole together with the whole area between it and the post can only be two, two, two base saw? Meaning the total amount of space, not just the water pit, but the total amount of space enclosed by the by the pasin can't be more than five thousand square amount. Maybe he means just the water hole itself, not the area between it and the pasin. Can't be more than two saw. But he would be mater, let's say, to enclose a water hole that's two by that's two that's two base saw, even if there's going to be another two ama on each side between the water hole and the post, which would then mean that the total area encloses more than two base saw, he would be mater. Meaning it just means that the well, the water hole can't be more than five thousand square ama. Now what what why would we say either way? So the Gemara explains what's going on here. We should say that maybe a person is only really focusing, his eyes are only drawn to the water hole. When you want to know how big is it, the enclosure, you're, you're, you're automatically drawn toward the biggest thing in the interior, which is the water hole. You're not looking at the whole surrounding area, you're looking at the hole. So, so you're not going to look, if you're only looking at the hole and the hole isn't more than two base saws, so you're not going to see, you're not going to perceive that the possum are, are enclosing area more than two base saws, so it's okay. Below Gazarina, and therefore there's no decree, we're not going to make a decree that you might come to carry an enclosed area more than two base saw in a carpet. So a little introduction here. You know, if, you're, if you make mechitos around the residential area, if it's for, re, it's for people to live or something like that, so then even if it's more than two, two base saw, the Rabbana were make But in a carpet, just like an open area, open field, if, even if you randomly put mechitos, the Rabbana say you can't carry 
And those machitos, if the area is enclosing, is more than 2,000 amas. So Rabbi Yehuda, obviously, here is making a that if you're going to enclose the well, even though the well is technically being made for residents, like to use the water, so even though technically it should be much of it's more than 2,000 amas, but we have to make a decree if someone, if we allow this, then someone might come to, uh, to enclose a copper if that's more than 2,000 amas. But if a person is just focusing on the well, so as long as the well is not more than 2,000 amas, we don't have to make a that a person would come to carry more than two saw in a carpet. If Odomar, maybe a person's looking at the mechitzas, he's looking at the whole area that's being enclosed by the mechitzas. He's not focused just directly on the well, he's focused on the whole thing in general. So if the whole area is more than two, than, than two beis saw, we have a problem because Renan, we're concerned, we make a decree. If then he might come and confuse it with the carpet, which is more than two beis saw, where you cannot carry. So therefore, maybe Rabbi Yudah would say that even if the well itself is not more than two thousand, than, 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 than two beis saw, but if the total area that's in, within the mechitzah is more than two beis saw, would be a problem. So what's going to be the halacha? So Gemara says, Tashma, let's look at the brisa. Kamin Mikurovin, how close? Can the can the the possum be to the well? They have to leave enough room that the head of most of the body of the cow can fit inside, which we said is two amos between the well and the post. How distant can the possum be away from the well? They can be even a core or two cores. Mammoth area. This is a sheet that we were just looking at. If it enclosed an area of two saw, it's mutter. If it's more than two bait saw, it's awesome. Where do you get that? Don't you agree that in all cases with the mechitzos are enclosing an area of residential points, like uh, anything that's you know made for animals to be there, or a back lot, or a courtyard, anything like that, where it's for residential purposes? Even if it's five base court, ten base court, it's much. There's no maximum amount as long as the mechitzos are there for residential purpose. So here, the water's for residential purpose. So why are you capping it at two base up? So Amalehem, if you just said because normally you're right, that's true, because that's a full fledged mechitza. But these are just boards, meaning since they're just boards and there are more coolest more coolest that the Rabbanon are giving that aren't usual for the laws of Mechitzos. So therefore, we're, they were also Machra and they said it can't be enclosing an area that's more than two bases. Oh, and that's why we treat, treat it more stringently than full-fledged Mechitzos that are around an area that's not particularly, uh, that, that's made for an area more than, that, that, that regular Mechitzos that could be done for more than an area that's two bases. This is still part of the Brysaw. If the water hole is two base by two saw, that's okay. And they didn't say it was mutter to distance the the post beyond beyond the two base saw enough, just only is enough that I'm going to let the, the head and the body of the cow in between the post and the wall. So meaning, what are we saying? That uh if you could have a water well that's two, that's full to base saw by base saw, and then two extra amos for the cow to fit in, and that's okay. So in other words, if I'm going to have, besides for the well that's a base saw by base saw, besides two base saw, I'm also going to have a lot of area that's between the water well, between the well and the possum, that's forbidden. But if I'm just going to have that the water hole is two base saw, and you just leave two ama for the cow to fit between the possum and the water hole, that's permitted. That's what Rabbi Shemim is saying. So Rabbi Shemim is mamish making this point, that is the water hole that can't exceed more than two base saw, but if as long as the water hole itself does not exceed base saw, and I don't leave that much space between the between the water water hole and the possum, that's okay. So, and it sounds like Rabbi Shimon Lazar was in the Brisa and Rabbi Yudah was in the Brisa, so clearly they're not saying the same thing. So, help me Rabbi Shimon Lazar Barbalo Possum, since Rabbi Shimon Lazar is clearly going like that, a possibility that if we look at the size of the hole and not the area of, the, of total enclosure, he's saying it just depends if the if the water hole is more than 
two base saw, it's a problem. If the water hole itself isn't more than two base saw, it's okay. Even if the total enclosure is a little bit more, so by inference, since Rabbi is obviously not saying the same thing as him, then that would just be redundant. Two opinions are the same thing. It must be he's cholic. And he holds that the total area of the enclosure, the water hole together with the area around it, the whole area enclosed by the base, by, by, by the possible rose can't be more than two base saw, because if not, then Shem Nalazar and Rabbi Yudah are the same exact opinion. Says the Marvelohi, it's not a true deduction. Really, Rabbi Yudah will come. Rabbi really only is Makom. He means to permit up to two base saw in the water hole itself, besides for the area between it and the possum. And as long as the 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 the, the water hole itself isn't more than two base saw, he would be makel even if the total area of enclosure is more. And I, you're bothered that it's the same thing as Shimon Lazarus. The difference between that would be a rectangular shaped water hole. If it's not a square, according to Shimon Lazar, the two base saw has to be a square in order for it to be mutter. But if on either side it exceeds that with dimension of 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 of, of the total. Of Based on what saw, it would be a normal. It would be a problem. Whereas Rabbi Yudah is saying, just look at the total area. It's all a question of is it five thousand five thousand square amma. It doesn't make a difference. If as long as it's less than five thousand square amma, it doesn't make a difference if it's shaped at a square or like a rectangle. That might be what they're arguing about. But they both would agree. Even Rabbi Yudah here is saying that it is not that the total enclosure can't be more than 5,000 square amma, it's that the water hole can't be more than 5,000 square amma. But if the water hole is less, it's just the total enclosure is a little bit more, that would, in fact, be okay. So, in summary, we have the opinion of the Rabbana that the positive rows can be any amount whatsoever, it doesn't make a difference. Then we have... Rabbi Yehuda and the Mershman Velazar, who fundamentally are agreeing to the same point, that we don't want the water hole to be more than 5,000 square amma. And uh, the idea is that since it's inferior mechitzas, we don't want it to be surrounding such a large area that is a water hole that's more than 5,000 square amma. But as long as the hole itself is less than 5,000 square amma, it's okay if there's a little bit more that's being enclosed because people are perceiving the total amount of the area based upon the size of the hole, not the total enclosure. And Rabbi Yudah and the Rabbana and Rabbi Shemalaz are just having a slight dispute if it doesn't make a difference if the water hole is a square or even a rectangle. Another statement here from the Bryce, a cloud of Shemalaz, Rabbi Shemalaz adds more. Whenever you have open space that is being enclosed for a residential purpose, Kigon, Deer, Vasar, Moksavachatzer, all these different areas that people use. Even if they're huge areas, five base core, ten base core, mutter, it's mutter to carry there, even though there's no roof or anything. But there, as long as there's just machitos, it doesn't have to be a technical house, but it can be a very large area and it's fine. But but wherever you have a um, a domain, and a dwelling place that's really only there because of the open space that's outside. Can Borgen and for example, let's say you have a hut that the watchman is there in the field. He doesn't want to live there. It's not like made to live in the hut. The point is that he has to be there because he's guarding the fields. Then what's the din? Base sign mutter. If it's up until two base, it's mutter to Karen said. Reason sign mutter is bigger than two base, so it would be usher. Um, and the reason would be is that because since it's not made for such residential purposes of being within the place itself, but it's really only there because of the needs of the outside surrounding field. So there the rabbis were machma and they said you can't carry it if it's more than base sign. And we will learn more in the Masechta about this qualification of Ereshazayach and more than base sign, where it's mutter, where it's usher. We will see more about this coming up in the Masechta. Okay. 
Now we learn something that we touched upon in the previous Dapim, Rabbi Yehuda Omer. What happens if I build my pasuk berot going around the well, and then there's a public pathway that's going right through? Let's say there was just a rabbim's path cuts right through the pasim. So I guess it's nice that we can visualize like there are mechitzos here because of the four corners. But can I really say that there are mechitzos if the public walks right through? Shabita so says no. He's kind of You have to move the people's path to the side because otherwise the fact that the people walk through will be mavatel the mechitzah. I can't say that it's closed off that there's a mechitzah there if the public is walking right through. It's not necessary to move the rishos around to the side because the power of the mechitzos according to the chachamim can endure the fact that people are walking right through. The rabbim is not going to be mavatel the mechitzah. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Lazar, the Amit Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Lazar say, Khan, what do we see from here? The opinion of the Rabbanon, we learn the power of Mechitzos. In the Rabbanon's opinion, even though the Rabbim is walking right through, the Mechitzos are still valid. So it says the Gemara, Khan is virile. It's mashma that if you're Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Lazar, concur with the Chachamim. They're saying we can observe from the Chachamim the power of Mechitzos. So seemingly, we hold like the Chachamim. So the Gemara says, said in the name of Rabbi that the city of Yerushalayim, if not for the fact that they actually closed the doors at night, so then during the nighttime, public couldn't go through, would have been a even though there were walls that went around the city and there were gates. If they didn't, if they wouldn't actually close the gates at night, it would have been a Rishasarabim. So what's the pshat? Right? You have walls going around. Right, going around. So, what's the? Why do we actually need the gates, the the the, the doors to actually close at night? Must be because Rabbi Yudah's point that since the Robin, there would be a public street that the Robin would just walk right through. So, it would nullify the power of the walls. And even if there would be tourists or pesachs or whatnot in the entranceways, but the fact that the Robin walks right through would nullify the power of the partition. Would nullify the mechitza. So that's why in Yerushalayim, in order to make sure it wasn't a Rishus Robin, they had to literally close the door at night, and then that would break. That would lock it. And make it a rishus and make it a rishus hayachid. It wouldn't be treated like a rishus harab. So the kasha is, but here it seems like Rabbi Yochanan holds like the rabbanon. The law is rabbim about the mechitza. We don't say that the public walking through necessarily nullifies the power of mechitza. So, so why did why how did the two statements from Rabbi Yochanan work together? Says the You're right. They don't work together. And Rabbi Yochanan here was just observing what the rabbanon's opinion is. Look how far the rabbanon hold that mechitzas aren't bottled. That the people, even though the people are walking through, but the reality is we don't paskin like that. The reality is we paskin like Rabbi Yudah, that the rabbanon arm of, that the power of the rabbim is mavatel the mechitza. And in order for Yushalayim not to be rishus rabbim, they would actually have to close the doors at night. Says the Gemara for Rami Rabbanon. We have a contradiction between Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanon. Both a two-way contradiction in both of their opinions. They seem to reverse their opinions in different places. Here, what are we saying? That Rabbi Yehuda holds the Rabbim are mavatel mechitza. The Rabbanon holds the Rabbim are not mavatel mechitza. But we see in a Brisa otherwise. The Tanya says in a Brisa, yes, Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says. A big chiddush. If someone has two houses and operates the size of the rishis and they want to carry between the houses from one across the street, so how do you do that? So you have two walls because the houses reach a wall, but two, are two walls enough? So Rabbi Yudah says, "You make a lechi at the end of one house, a lechi at the end of the other house, or a car at the end of one house and a car at the end of the other house." And then you can carry between them. And we've seen this. Rabbi Yudah holds that two walls are enough on a daraisa level. So therefore, to fix it with the Rabbanon, you just need a lach, two lachis on either end or two koras on either end. Amr lo, the Rabbanon say, You can't make an Avram Shus Rabbanon like Lakach. Even though the lachis and the koras are there, you cannot carry. So the Gemara speaks to Al-Kashra to read Rabbi Yudah, to steer in Rabbi Yudah. Because in our Mishnah, he's saying that the Rabbanon are mavata l'machitza. 
The Rabbim are Mabatal Machitz if the public walks right through. You can't view it as a place that's a Rosh Hashayachit. So in that case, right, that's why Rebuda does, and that's why Rebuda is saying here by the Pasi Beiros, since if the Rabbim walk right through, it's not going to be Rosh Hashayachit. So why is that different than over there? Over there, I have the two walls with the houses, very nice. And I even make Lachus or Korah's beautiful Midrabbana. But the public walks right through. So how can how could it be a Rosh Hashayachit? Any area which the Rabbim breaks right through, according to Rebuda, I thought can't be a Rosh Hashayachit. So it's this Tira, but that's Rebuda. And Kasha, the Rabbana, the Rabbana, this and the Rabbana. In our mission, the Rabbana say that the power of Mechitzos is so strong that the Pas and Beiros are Mechitzos even if the public walks through it's Rosh Hashayachit. So why over there the Rabbanon saying that the street between the two houses presumably it's because the Rabbim are walking through that it breaks that it breaks through. So why are they saying that it's a Rosh Hashayachit? Here they say by the Pas by the Pas Beiros that the Rabbim are not about to the Mechitzah. So the Gemara explains that it's not a question. In the case of the wall of the houses, there were two really good walls, right? You had a street going through, but on either side of the street, you've got the two the houses. So you have two good walls. So if you have two complete strong walls, then even though the rabbin walks through, it's not mavata the mechitza. Everything's good. So in our Mishnah, in our Mishnah, you do not have two good walls. In our Mishnah, you have the double posts. So in, in you, all the double posts is parts from Rubala Omeit. So you don't have two great walls. So since you don't have two great walls, you just have four corners. So therefore, the Rabbim is Mavato the Mechitzo. So the Gemara is saying it's not a black and white Machlokas, you know, is the Rabbim Mavatal, if the Rabbim walks through, is it a Rosh Hashayach or not? It's not a black and white issue. Rabbi Yudha distinguishes depending on the situation. If the Rabbim is walking through an area with strong, too strong Mechitzos, so that could be a Rosh Hashayach, despite the fact that the Rabbim walks through. But if the Rabbim is walking through a place where there's where there's no full-fledged Mechitzos at all, it's just four corners with the with the Pasim, since they're inferior walls to begin with, and the fact that the Rabbim walks through is Mavatal it, and you have to move it. That's the resolution of of Rabbi Yehuda's position. And Rabbi Yehuda is not a kasha. And our mission is at least four small walls. And maybe only in Amani's direction. But there are four, at each corner is a diumad. You have the double post. So since in each corner you have the diumad, so you have overall, you have a shame of having four walls. So since there's a shame of having four walls, even though the public walks through, it's still considered Rosh Hashayach. In the case of Bryce, so it's not four walls. Right? You have just all you have is the two walls and the lechik of course. You don't have a shame of Dalai Mechitzas at all. So it nullifies the partition with the fact that the, the Rabbim is Rosh Hashayachim and it can't be Rosh Hashayachim. So it's very interesting. Each the Rabbim, Pasi Beiros, have something very good going for it and something that's not so good going for it. But Pasi Beiros, what's good is going is that you have four. You've got on all four corners. And the thing that's bad though is that they're very weak Mechitzas. So Rabbi Yudha says, so if the Rabbim walk through, it's not a, it's not a Rosh Hashayachim. And the Rabbim say no, since there's a Shem Dalai Mechitzas, it's Rosh Hashayachim, even if the public walk through. The flip side is when I have two good walls, Rabbi Yudha says, so it's two good walls. That's enough. Even if the Rabbim walked through, it's, not, it, it's still going to be a Rosh Hashayach. The Rabbim the, the is saying, no, all you have is two walls. So if the Rabbim walked through, it's a Rosh Hashayach. Okay, continues the Gemara. In Eretz Yisrael, there's no such thing as being chayv and Rosh Hashayach. There's never chayv for carrying Rosh Hashayach on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, what's going on here? My time, what in the world is the reason? Why is Rosh Hashayach in Eretz Yisrael different than anywhere outside of Eretz Yisrael? What's going on? Because maybe Eretz Yisrael is surrounded on one side by these like rocky mountains. And you have a big drop uh, by the Gadar on the other side. So, so it's, it's like Mechitos. Right? So you have, you've got natural Mechitos that are there uh, that enclose the whole Eretz Yisrael. So therefore it's never going to be a Rosh Hashanah. Maybe that's, maybe that's the point.
says the Gemara. But it doesn't make sense. And, and why? Because Bavel Nami So then in Bavel also you have a river on one side and a different river on the other side. So it shouldn't be a Rishis Arabim in Bavel either. Because the banks of the river are strong enough to be to function as with the dimension of Mechitzos. So you should say also that the whole Bavel, there can't be a Rishis Ayachid, a Rishis Arabim, because uh, the whole Bavel is surrounded by walls. And the Gemara says, moreover, Kuleyama, the entire world, the ocean goes around the whole world. Gemara calls it kindness, like the Atlantic being the whole world. So there should never be a Rishis Arabim in the whole world. It's always surrounded by walls. And what's the LMI here? The LMI is that natural main machizos may not necessarily work for it to be if the public walk through. Even if we say that when the public walks through, it's not necessarily Mabato machizos, but that's got to be real machizos that were made by people. But natural machizos, even though they are machizos, but if people walk through, it does break it. Or it could be that maybe, you know, if it's such a large area, all the Rishonim say that they're being enclosing, if you don't even notice, you don't even feel the fact that you're in Mechitzos at all, then they can't, view, they can't be used as Mechitzos. So going back to our statement here, it doesn't make any statement of whatever Dimi is saying. Rabdimi is saying it doesn't make any sense. He's saying that there's no such thing as a Rishos Rabbim and Rishos Why in the world not? So the Gemara says, Doma Malos Majus Ganos. Maybe he was not saying the whole Eretz Yisrael is no Rishos Rabbim. He only meant that the very steep Eretz Yisrael is a lot of steep inclines. So the very steep inclines in Eretz Yisrael, where it's difficult to walk, so those things are not Rishos Rabbim. Even though there are roads, they're still not Rishos Rabbim. Because since they're not easy to travel through, it's not, it's not, it doesn't meet the criteria of Rishos Rabbim. Rishos Rabbim has to be a place that's Necha Tashmishte, a place where it's very easy to walk through. But since it's not necessarily an easy place to walk through in, Rishos, in those Rishos Rabbims in Eretz Yisrael, with the very steep inclines, steep inclines, therefore in Eretz Yisrael, you're not going to have Rishos Rabbims in those places. But in Achanami, if you had other places in Eretz Yisrael where it's a good, regular Rishos Rabbim, then they would, in fact, be considered a Rishos Rabbim. So Amalek, Harkavni, he said, Abraham said to Abayi, you very chosh of a person, Chaziz Abayi, Amudi, I saw your head between the Amudim, between the pillars in the base. Medrash, Ki Amar, Rabbi Yochanan, and Rabbi said this. Meaning, you said it exactly, hit the nail on the head, it's exactly like Rabbi Yochanan explained it. It doesn't mean that in an absolute sense that there's no Rosh Hashanah in Eretz Yisrael, it just means that the steep inclines in Eretz Yisrael are not a Rosh Hashanah. Says the Gemara, Nami kept Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, Milas Moshe Eretz Yisrael. Here was excited explicitly the the very steep places where it goes up and it goes down in Israel. In Chamesh Rosh Hashanah, there's no chiyah for carrying there. Rosh Hashanah, Fishayinu Kedigliyam Midbar. It's not the way like the Jews camped around with their flags in the Midbar. Where there, there was level. The ground was level. Bashenkin, if it's very steep, more of like a mountain terrain, so then it doesn't make sense. Even if the public does go there, if there are streets, it cannot be. It's not an easy way of traveling, and therefore you're not high of uh, for carrying there on Shabbos. Says the Gemara. So now we talk more about this. Let's say you have a mount and it gets up to a height of ten tefachim within a distance of four amos. Meaning within a width of four amos, it already raises, it already rises steeply to ten tefachim. So the point is a steep hill for Rab and Bokum both say. But the bottom line is, even though it's very steep and it's not so easy to travel, but the public still go over it. Could it be Rishus Rabbim or not? On the one hand, there's the dimensions here. Because it goes up ten tefachim, and it could be like mamish mechitzos around the whole mount, and so you could think about everybody being rishon On the other hand, since the public does walk right through, so um, so if the public wa- walks right through, so lechayra should be a rishon And Tosfos says he must not have heard what we just said, right? He, we just said b'shem Rabbi Yochanan that it's not like the digle midbar. So he must not have heard that Shiloh, Tosfos says. So anyway, so the Gemara clarifies further. I'll leave it to Rabbanon. According to the Rabbanon who hold. 
that um, that mechitzas aren't bottled just because the rabbin walks through it. So it's not even a question. In the case of the Mishnah, where the road is going right through the Pasuk Beros, and it's very convenient to walk through, still the rabbinans say, I'm rabbinan laws, the rabbinans still say that the fact that the rabbin walked through is not mevatel the mechitza. So then in our case, where the road going up the slope isn't convenient to use it because it's so steep, then certainly the rabbin is not mevatel it. Certainly we feel that the mechitzas are there and the, and the rabbin walking through is a mevatel it. Where is our Shiloh? Our Shiloh is according to Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah holds that the rabbin are mevatel the mechitza. So my should I say, maybe it's only by the by the well, where the, using the road is very convenient, it's not steep. There, Rabbi Yudah says that the rabbin walking through is mevatel the mechitza. But here, in the case of the mound, since the rabbin's the usage isn't convenient, so maybe the rabbin is not mavatla. Uh Or maybe there's no difference in the same Rabbi Yudah who would say that the rabbin is mavatla mechitza by pasibir rose would say that the rabbin is mavatla the mechitza by uh, the rabbin is mavatla the mechitza going over the mount. So and he says you're chayav because the, the the traffic the traffic is going to monolify it even though the mechitzas are really going around the mount. So the question is how steep is there any limit? What if you only way you, it's so steep the only way you can climb up is with a rope? in even in that case the people who walk through is that traffic walking through nullifies the mechitzas. even what about the ascent of a place called Beis Martin? It was so it was so steep that people could only walk through one at a time, like single file. Amalei in Rav said even there the rabbim is mavatel the mechitza. Says the Gemara Yisvei. Rafa asked Rava from the Brisa. The Brisa says Chatzar Shabbat Nachasam Azuv Yasim Azuv. Let's say you have a courtyard, a chatzar, and it happens to be that people. It's like it's a very convenient short a cor, a shortcut that people. The public goes through one side and comes out the other side. Which is around the Tumah. So in regard to the laws of Tumah, which is around in Tumah, there's a difference between which is around which is around. Suffolk Tumah, which is around, is far. Suffolk Tumah, which is yachid, is tamei. So if you have this chatzar, it has mechitzas around it. But since the public walks right through, it's considered a public area. So Suffolk Tumah is tar there, or which is yachid, is shabbos but it's treated like Rosh Hashayach in terms of the law of Shabbos. Since Lamai said, as Mechitzos. So Mani, who is this price? Yoli, my Rabbanon. If it's like the Rabbanon who say that the Rabbim are not Mavatel and Mechitza, it doesn't make any sense. Because what would the Chiddush of the price be? If in the Mishnah, when using the road that goes by the Pasim, it's very convenient, it's in the middle of the street. Still, still we say the traffic doesn't take away the Mechitza that's, that's, that's by the Pasim around the well. So in the case here in the courtyard, where going through the court isn't as convenient, it's not as convenient because usually the openings to a courtyard are narrower. It's not as convenient to walk through a courtyard from street to street. It's not like walking in the street itself. So certainly the Rabbanon aren't going to say it's Mavatza the Mechitza. So the Brisa can't be going like the Rabbanon because it's not a novelty at all. It's, we're not adding anything more in the Brisa, anything that was in the Mishnah. El Lav Rabbi Yudah must be that the Brisa is going like Rabbi Yudah. And even though Rabbi Yudah says it in the case of the well, the Rabbim are Mavatza the Mechitza, maybe that's only because it's the middle of the street where it's very convenient for the Rabbim to travel. But in the case here in the Brisa where it's a Chatzar, since it's not as convenient for the public to walk through the Chatzar, even though if they do, it's still a Rishos HaYachel So this contradicts what Rava said. Rava said that according to Rabbi Yudah, the Rabbim Ravatul Mechitza, even with the steep slope, even though it's not convenient to go, here we see in the Brisa not that way. The Rabbi Yudah agrees that the Rabbim are Mavatul Mechitza if it's not so convenient for them to travel through. So the Gemara says, Lo, Lo, Rabbanan. Really, the Brisa is only going like the Rabbanan, and, and, and you want to know what the novelty was? You're right, not the Chiddush of Rishos HaYachel for Shabbos. Rishos HaYachel, the Chiddush, not the novelty, was just that it's still treated as Rishos Ram for Tumah, that wasn't necessarily an obvious point, but it was not a novelty that they're still going to say it's Shabbos. But in fact, what's Rabbi Yudah's position? Rabbi Yudah's position may be that the Rabbim Ramavatul and Mechitza, even if it's not convenient. 
Says the Gemara Tashma, the thunderproof against Rava from the following Mishnah. It says, Mavos, Mufalashas, Babaros, Rishikram, Aros, Mavos that are open to in, in, in pits and ditches and caves, Rishikram, Aros, the Shabbos. So they're treated like Rishikram, Aros, the Shabbos. So even though they're connected to a nearby Rishikram, and the public is going through, but technically you have Machitos right here. What's going on? You have a Mavi open up on two sides, but on one of the sides you have like a big pit. So the big pit can function like a machitza. It had the it had the dimensions for the, to be to be able to be a valid machitza. So therefore, it's really like you have three three walls. So it's treated like a rishasayachid. But since the mice of the public walks through and walks around the pit, so in regard to Rishus Aram, it's treated as Tumah, so it's treated as a public place. So first the Gemara says, Do you think it means it opens in pits? What does that mean? It sounds like in the language that the Mavo is literally inside of the pit. Well, that doesn't make sense. You don't have a Mavo, and there's no such thing as an alley inside a pit. It means that the Mavo is open to a pit, meaning that instead of, instead of the Mavo is going directly straight, through between the street to the other street, you have on one end of the mavoi uh, a, a big pit that kind of uh, blocks the, the way, but the mice of the robin can go around it to get to the other side. So in, we're saying in regard to the laws of Shabbos, it's treated like a Rosh Hashayach, it's treated like you have three walls because the pit has the dimensions of Yemachitza, but since the public Lamaisa is there, so it's treated like a Rosh Hashayach in regard to the laws of Tumma for Sufik Tumma for Rosh Hashayach. So we see here that the public traffic is not being mavatal the power of Mechitza. So Mani, who's the Mishra? Eli Merabonan, if it's the Rabbonan who held by the Pasib Eros, the Rabbim is not mavatal the Mechitza, it can't be because the price of them wouldn't be a novelty. What's the price of adding to the opinion of the Rabbonan that we don't see from the Mishnah? Even in our Mishnah, where it was very convenient for the Rabban to walk through the post, the Rabbanan still say, The Rabbanan is still saying that the Rabban walking through doesn't nullify the Mechitzos, even though it's in the middle of the street. So, certainly here in this case of the Mavoy, with the well, where the Rabban has to walk around the well, and it's not so convenient for them to walk there, all the more certain that the traffic is not going to be Mavato, the power of the Mechitzah. So what would the Tan of the Brisa be adding to what was already seen in the in the opinion of the Rabbanon in the Mishnah? So it cannot be that the Brisa is going according to the Rabbanon. Elolav, it must be that the person writing the Brisa, Rabbi Yudah, must be going like Rabbi Yehuda, who held in the case of Pasi Biroz that the Rabban's traffic is Mavato, the Mechitzah, and we'd be qualifying that that's only because it's so convenient for the public to walk through, right, right? cut right through the Pasibiros. Pasha Inkin in this case, where they have to walk around the pit, it's not as convenient. And therefore, we'd be saying it's still a Shusayachid, even according to Rabbi Yudah. So this is a Kasha on Rava. Rava was saying that the Rabbi Ramavatl, the Asi Ramavatl Machitza is true according to Rabbi Yudah. Even if it's not so convenient, even if it was a steep slope, don't we see here otherwise? Says the Gemara, Lolo, Lolo, Marabonan, really, this mission only going like the Rabbonan. Aye, what's the Chiddush? You're right, Rishis Ramavatl The novelty was that it's still treated in regard to the laws of Tumah, like Rishis Rabim, and that wasn't necessarily an obvious point. So therefore, just for contrast's sake, we brought out that it's Rishis for Shabbos. But in a Hanami, let's say you hold like Rabbi Yehuda, then Asi Rabbim about the even if it's not a convenient way. Again, another kasha on Rabbah. Tashimah. It says here in another part of this mission. It says, The paths of Beis Gilgal. This is a very steep slopes in Beis Gilgal. And other paths that are like that. In regard to Tumah, they treat like a Rishis Rabbim. Okay, so the public walks through. We're treating like the Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos. The Ezu Shvil Beis Gilgal. What kind of the road is like Beis Gilgal? Amid Rebbeyan and Koshi and Eved Yachlito saw Shalchitin. It's so steep that a slave can't take a saw of wheat. Viyarsef Nesrat and run up before his officer. He wouldn't be able to run up so quickly with it. You have to like trudge up, not run. So Mani, who's the mission? Eli Merabanan, who said Lo Asi Rabbim Mavatli Mechitzta. 
in the case of the possible rose, then there's no novelty. If even in the case of the Mishnah, where the road is such a convenient use, still Amir Rabbanon Lawatsi Ram Vala Machitza. The Rabbanon still are saying that the traffic doesn't be Mavata the Machitza there. So then in the case of the of the paths of the base Gilgal, where the road is so sleep is uh this is so slopy and steep that it's not convenient, certainly the traffic is not going to nullify the Machitzos. El Rabbiud, so what would the novelty be? El Rabbi the author of Mishnah has to be Rabbi Yehuda, who said that in the case of Pasibaros, the Rabbim is Mavata the Machitza, and we would be saying that Rabbi Yehuda only said that where it's convenient for the Rabbim to walk through. But when it's a slopey area, Rabbi Yehuda would concede. Again, Akashan Rava, Amalei. And here, we're not going to have a good answer, because it didn't speak about Tumah here. We can't hide behind that, that no, it's really the Rabbanon was only saying the novelty of Tumah. It doesn't say it. We're just saying about Beis Gilgal. So here, we really have a kasha. So Amalei Rava said, Shivuli Beis Gilgal, Ka'amrit. You're talking about the passive Beis Gilgal? That's what you're asking a kasha? No, that's not a good question. Yehoshua, Ohev Yisrael Hava. Yehoshua, our old Yehoshua, who, who gave out the land of Israel, he loved the people. He made, he made established as follows. Any roads that he was going to make for the people, he was going to give them. You know, Yeshua had it like almost like a dual purpose. He was giving out the land to individuals, right? Private people, private families. And he was also making public roads for the people of Israel. So he did as follows. Wherever it was convenient for the people, he made it public. Wherever a path was very steep, so he made sure that he didn't make any highways or anything there. And he made it he made it. He made it into a private place that he gave out to specific people. So if you have a road with a very steep slope, like the pass and base Gilgal, that's going to be private property where Yeshua would never have made a road there. So then Rabbi Yudah would agree that the Rabbim who would walk through a private property is not going to make it like Rosh Hashanah If it's private property where the owner can say, you know, I don't want the Rabbim walking here at any moment, then everybody who agrees will agree that Allah the Rabbim Valim because the Rabbim really has no legitimate right to be there. Rava was talking about a road over a steep place. He was talking about a road that was outside of Eretz Israel, where there wasn't necessarily right, the great lover of the Israel who was being masakin where the high roads, the highways were. Maybe you have someone who was masakin a highway where there was an incline, and in such a case, the rabbim have a right to be there, and the highway is one hundred percent for the rabbim. But it happens to be it's not such a convenient road for them to walk on. That's where Rava still said, "I don't care that it's not convenient." Lamaisa, it's a public road, and therefore I see rabbim about So it comes out a very strange thing. The statement before that we were dealing with is that all the sl- Areas, the slopey areas in Eretz Yisrael are not a Rosh Hashanah. The Misa comes out, um, and he was saying because it's not, it's not like with the, it's not like the way that they camped in the desert. And, and and really what we're saying is it's not about the steep, it's not about how, how how steep they are. After the Gemara is really done, that's not the truth. So Tosus is very bothered by that. And he says, in Achanami, you have to say that it means because they were private. It's not like the Digle HaMidbar, the Digle HaMidbar, the, the Rishos HaRabim were made for were made for the Rabbim. But if I have these these slopey areas, the steep areas in, in, inside of Eretz Yisrael, Yehoshua already was misakin that they're owned privately. And if they're owned privately, even if the public goes there, then of course that's not going to be a Rishos HaRabim because the Rabbim doesn't necessarily have any right to do that, but if let's say a person would be outside of Eretz Yisrael, where the Rabbim has the right to be traveling there, then despite the fact that it doesn't seem to be so convenient, Rava's opinion is that also Rabbim umavatli mechitzta, according to um, according to Rabbi Yehuda's position.